Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. to you from my city my music studios on soha or in soha st louis missouri it is august 20th 25th maybe 25th 2023 give it a date so you know where we are time wise let me make sure i get my i guess i could have done this before i started my show <laughs> but i didn't so there you go all right so the the title of the show is uh, you know, God, joy, joy is God's magic dust. So, you know, God, the creator of the universe, he's got all these stars. Like you get a dark. And so I went to the beach and it was, unfortunately I, I still didn't take the time to go out and, and, and enjoy God's starry, starry night from the beach, which is a huge mistake. I normally go out you, know, you got to go out a few nights when you're down at the beach and there's not all the lights around uh, and, and, and go get a real view of God's, the universe that is, that is the majesty of God. Hey, Justin, will you do me a favor? Will you turn out the, the, the stage dancing, blinking lights? Because with, because with my ADD, it's about, to, it's about to set me off into an epileptic fit. And I, I don't know how ADD takes you into an epileptic fit, but it's about to happen. I keep looking at the blinking lights going, <laughs> look at that bird. <laughs> well, I'm at the club. 
Live at the, yeah, live at the club on, on pole five. Jan. Well, no, not, not the uh, <laughs> honeypot. All right. So listen. There's no, there's no, nothing's coming on. There's no, no pole, no pole dancing here at the studio. So just, uh, just the flash of lights were kind of distracting me from the show. So joy is God's magic dust. I mean, when you, when you see the, the majesty of what our creator has, has created for us, um, and he's allowed us to share in the magic, the magic of his creation, right? So like, there's nobody on Mars, on the moon, on uh, Jupiter, on Mercury that are sharing the magic of our creator's ability and what what he's created, right? God created man in his image so that he could share this joy, this creation, this beauty that God is. And when he realized that that living and dying makes it very difficult even though how beautiful his grace God's creations us we are in in God's image that that the frailties of 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 us and our nature to be distracted from choosing good and living in God's joy uh lust greed envy you know all those things that affect us cuz we're we we have a time frame right so we live, we die, we eat, we sleep. So we always have a need while we're alive. We always have a fear, a concern, a responsibility. There's always something that's driving us other than just living in God's joy. The next world, there's not going to be anything else to worry about, right? You're not going to have to worry about getting someplace. You're not going to have to worry about how you're going to get there. You're not going to worry about what time you have to be there. <laughs> you're not going to worry about if you miss a show, when's it, you know, will I ever catch the next one? Uh, you, you know, you don't have to worry about hitting a bad golf shot because you know what? Uh, there's, you're going to have all the golf shots you ever want for all eternity. So God's joy in the next life doesn't have constraints. It doesn't have limitations. It doesn't have all those things that limit us in this world. So the key is to try to find God's joy in this world, right? And it's it's easy. Like, where is the greatest joy? Where is the greatest joy in your life? If you think about it, if you and I know it's simple for me. It's simple for me, and I love my wife, and, and I had great joy when we got married and great joy when she said she would marry me. But the greatest joy in my life came when when my beautiful, loving wife gave me two beautiful babies. Um, we had twins. And there was a, a moment, a moment of joy that, I mean, I can't even explain it to you. It was just overwhelming, the happiness to hold hold my two little, I think they both weighed like three pounds. They were really small, four pounds maybe. I think it was, it may have been four pounds. But I could hold both of them. I had one in each palm. I, they basically, you know, give my wife a heart attack. But basically, I held, you know, I held them over my lap. So in case I, you know, dropped them or whatever, they wouldn't hit the floor. But I was able to hold one in each hand. And uh, that's how, that's how small they were. They, my little babies. And the joy that, the joy that you felt when you held, hold your baby, the joy is, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming me. I mean, not, not that I, I guess 
it's somewhere subconsciously it's overwhelming because I can't remember, you know, I can't remember that moment. I, I remember I can see that moment, but I can't remember that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can't go back and remember it was day two of in the hospital. They're out of, uh, you know, the first time my wife held them, she let me hold them. So I can't remember what day, you know, but it was in the hospital and I held one, one in each hand because they were very small. We did bring them home in a couple of days, so it could have even been at home. Not my point. My point is the overwhelming amount of joy. And let me tell you something. As much joy as I had holding my babies, it lasted, and that was all it was, just joy. It lasted maybe a minute. If, if God is my witness, if it lasted a minute, I was lucky. And then the next thing was, I wonder how much my hospital bill is. <laughs> I wonder how I'm going to pay it. I wonder uh, if we have enough food at home. I wonder how we're getting home. Is is the car seat in the car? How's my wife doing? It, maybe a minute, right? Maybe a minute tops before real world, real world things overwhelm the the joyous process because there's time frames there's needs now there's needs for two more mouths to feed and you're responsible for them so that joy that that magic dust that is god's that is god's love for us that magic dust that is god's love for us it 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 just it it's still there, still happy to this day. Twenty twenty one years later, I'm still happy as a lark about my babies. They're they're grown children now and then doing doing very well, but it's still joyous to me. Their lives, our our life together is still joyous in in all ups downs and and everything that we've had. But but you know but you know it is. It is the, the concerns of everyday time frame. So what we have to remember, kingdom's evolution, what I'm trying to share with you is that that joy is forever when we, when we leave this world. When we pass this world through the beauty of our Christ, uh, we will know eternal joy. And if you don't know Christ, you've got to get to know Christ. you gotta, you got you to gotta know he's in that. You know, when you're right, when my wife, you said, my wife can find things that I can't find like it'll be in the closet and it'll be just like go find the ketchup in the closet and this is like oh man <laughs> this is just not gonna go this is not gonna go well right I wish I could do a meme there's some funny memes about this but I could go to that closet I could search for a half an hour looking for the damn ketchup in the closet and I'll be like darling there's no ketchup in the closet and she'll be like honey the ketchup is in the closet and I'll be like no, it's not. She'll walk over to that closet within three seconds. She'll go, oh, here's a ketchup that was in the closet, honey. And I'll be like, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, how do you miss How do you miss that ketchup that was right there in the, in the plastic bottle that stood up, you know, a quarter inch above all the other bottles? <laughs> it says Heinz on it or, or whatever, whatever brand we have that week. Oh, man, it's always, always refrigerator, cabinet. I can't find anything. There is an exception, though. There is an exception. That will be, and this is this has happened to my wife before. That, let's just say on the rare occasion that I'm the one that goes shopping. And I buy, say, a jar of peanut butter. And I buy two jars of peanut butter. And I put one in the one in where we, where we store the peanut butter to eat. And I put the back up in the cabinet. 
So two weeks later, you know, uh, the, the, the peanut jar and the cabinet's empty, and my wife goes, we're out of peanut butter. And I go, no, 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 we're not, we're not out of peanut butter. There's another jar of peanut butter in the cabinet. <laughs> and she'll go, oh, I'll go get it. And so she could look through that cabinet for, for five days. And she couldn't, she couldn't find the peanut butter, swore up and down. There's no peanut butter in that cabinet. But I knew. But I knew because, because I bought it and put it there. I knew that there was peanut butter in that cabinet. Because my wife and, and I are the only two home. The peanut butter that was there was gone. And I had just put the other peanut butter in the cabinet. So you know, nobody would have taken it out and put it in the refrigerator. So that peanut butter... Either someone broke into our house and stole our peanut butter or a mouse ate the peanut butter and the jar or that peanut butter is still in the cabinet. I know the peanut butter is still in the cabinet. <clears throat> so I go hunting. And it's like 30 seconds later, you know, I've looked at all the shelves and there's underneath, it's, you know, stacked underneath. There's something else that's stacked on top of it that makes it look like it, it you couldn't, couldn't find it unless you moved the thing that was on top of it. And there it is. But it took me a while. And I knew it was there. My, my point is, my wife would have sworn to you that there was no peanut butter in that closet. My point to you is this. When you go looking for Jesus, when you go looking for the Christ, you've got to know, you've got to know that that Christ is there. Don't go, don't go, don't go looking for the Christ and hope that he's there. Don't go looking for the Christ and think, gosh, I wonder if this, this Christianity thing I wonder if this Christ had suffered and died died for us two thousand years ago. I wonder if that's a real. I wonder if that. I wonder if there's even a possibility that that's real. I'll just. I'll give it a. I'll give it a prayer just to cover my ass in case I die. No, 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 no. You've got to know. You've got to know. You got to know that Jesus, the Christ, is real, and it's as real as as that. Constantinople, it's as real as Constantinople, the emperor of Rome. It's as real as, 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 as that wheel that goes on a car. Jesus the Christ lived. He was probably the most historic figure in, in humanity. So, so even, uh, I think even uh, the Koran, the Koran mentions Mary like 30 times. So Jesus, and, and, and uh, the Koran was like after 400 years after Jesus died. So... As a historical figure, there's no doubt that Jesus the Christ lived. So then the next question is, is well, Jesus the Christ just, you know, Jesus of Nazareth, a Jew that lived, you know, 2,000 years ago, born, born in Bethlehem, you know, born in uh, Judea and just had a kid, you know, it had, was born of Mary and Joseph. No, 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 don't, 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 don't cheat yourself. Do not, do not cheat yourself. That's like saying Moses, Moses, you know, just was really good at crossing rivers. You know, or, or oceans. It's like don't kid yourself. All the all the saints, the angels, they all they all glorify the beautiful, the Christ. Okay, so if if saints and angels and learned, loving people can all glorify the Christ for all the beauty that the Christ has brought in their lives, you can at least stop pretending that you don't know whether or not the Christ is real. So just stop pretending that you don't know if the Christ is in the closet because you know the Christ is in the closet. Now, you may not want to find the Christ. You may not be ready for the Christ, but you know the Christ is in the closet. 
this is why I kind of disappointed myself when I went to uh, went to the the coastal Georgia, and I didn't take a moment just to just to glorify the Creator and His beautiful night painting with all the stars. You know, I live in the city. We don't get to see that many stars because of all the lights in the city around us, and it blocks out of seeing the universe and all the all the beautiful suns that glow out at night for us to look at. We don't get to see them in the city because the lights make it hard for us to see that far into the night sky. But you get out where it's dark, and that show is unbelievable. And I think I'll just have to, now that I'm just reminding myself how unbelievable God's show is for us. And I think we should be going, instead of my point to this, kind of bring it back, was I think we should be visiting the stars. I think God wants us to visit the universe. I think God wants us to go to different planets. I think God wants to glorify us and take us to other worlds. But we have to be worthy. We have to be worthy of the creator of the universe and the gifts that he's given us. And uh, it, it is it is fearful about AI. It is fearful in many ways that we've created something that's going to be better than us and more intelligent than us. I'd say better. I don't mean better. I mean more intelligent, more able to, to capture data and, and predetermine decision and outcomes. And, uh, and also, dangerously, uh, a lot of our lives depend on computers. And so putting a, uh, an AI, creating something that's going to be smarter than you, that perhaps doesn't like you or sees things, you know, is not and has some ability to do harm to you is perhaps not the greatest idea. And, uh, you know, is so that, that, that might be a decision that comes back to haunt humanity for, for all eternity, um, putting, creating an AI that, uh, that is going to be more powerful than us. And that, that's, that's, a, that's a different decision that was made by other people. Um, and, and we just have to hope somehow our creator understands that we're trying to make the world better and developing closer to his world. And in our evolution, AI is something that's helping us evolve. And I hope that's how AI helps us evolve. But it is always dangerous when you create something more, more intelligent than you that, uh, that you might become no longer the top of the food chain. And that can be a very dangerous, dangerous thing because you don't want to be, you always want to be the top of the food chain. You don't want to be, you don't want to be number two. <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to be number two. All right. So, joy is God's magic dust. And, and we need more of it in this world. One of the ways to get it is you can enjoy God's beauty. Try to find a dark place at night uh, with, with the lights around you. Don't, don't block out the sky. And just go out and, and enjoy enjoy God's show, Starry Starry Night. You know, just go enjoy the stars. I think most people understand that every star is another sun in another solar system, and that our sun is you know millions of light years from millions of other suns, and the creator of the universe. You know, we're just a small small token of of the universe, and yet where God has given us the creator, the creator of all of it loves us so much that he felt, he felt the need to feel our pain and suffer 
so that he could say, I want you, I want you that I've created in my image. I want you to know all eternity with me in the joy that I am and the light that I am. I want you to know that. And, but, but you, you, you've got to, when you come into my light, when you come into God's light, you can't be, you can't be negative. You can't be greedy. You can't be envious of your neighbor. When you come into God's light, you've got to feel the joy and be the joy. You can't be evil. You can't see uh, uh, little boys and girls as sex objects. You can't corrupt your soul so much so that you can't walk into God's joy, that walk into God's light. And so our job in this world really is to captain our soul, captain our soul so that we're able, when we pass this world, that we're able to, to, to know Jesus. And when Jesus sees us, Jesus is able to call us into the world of joy that is the light of the creator of the universe. So if you're not on that path, if you're not on that path, you've got to change your path, man. You've got to change your path because this is just a snippet of what's to come. Just a snippet. The, the real, the real, the real joy is in the next world. The real joy is in the next life. This is just, this is a, a warm-up the little bit of doses of joy that we experience in this world is just a taste, just a taste of the penultimate joy that you will experience forever and ever and ever in, in the kingdom, in God's kingdom. All right, so we're going to take a break. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back. I might do a, a, a West End story today. I don't know. I might do a West End story today. But I also I think I think I'm going to do a parody. I you know it always scares me to do this, but I think I'm going to do one segment where I'm just a parody of the Democrat Party. I'm not going to mean I'm going to have to do a warning that I don't mean anything I say, but I think I'm going to have to, and I'm not going to try to pretend to be one of my friends. Although some of my uh, Marxist friends will certainly uh, come into play on that. And I don't know if I can do it by myself. I need. I may need somebody to come in. I may need somebody to come in and prompt me because I don't know if I could just. I don't know how long I can stand to be in that skin, you know, in that skin of a uh, pretending to be a democrat, uh, pretending to be a democrat, a socialist, a Marxist, a hater. I don't know how long I want to be in that skin. Somebody that's happy that Trump just got uh, arrested. But when we come back, we'll, we'll see if I can. I'll try to talk myself into it, and if I can talk myself into it. We'll do a segment where I'm I'm a Trump hating uh, socialist Marxist that wants to dehumanize the planet. We'll see if I can do. I'll see if I can find a, a counter personality and do that. <laughs> As of right now, we're gonna listen to some more music, and that music will be. How about this one? on the river Fisher rising up like birds It's been hot for seven weeks now Too hot to even speak now Did you hear what I just heard? Say it might have been the fiddle Or it could have been the wind But there's 
there seems to be a beat now. I can feel it in my feet now. Listen here, it comes again. The band kept us so busy We forgot about the time There a band beyond description Like Jehovah's favorite choir People join in hand in hand While the music plays the band Lord, they're setting us on fire Crazy rooster crowing midnight Balls of lightning roll along Old men sing about their dreams Women laugh and children scream And the band keeps playing on This is Joe Finn's alter ego, Hunter Finn. <laughs> what a brilliant day for America and the Biden family. We just had Donald Trump arrested, fingerprinted, booked in our beautiful little county, Fulton, Fulton County. The only other Fulton I've ever heard of, we used to call him Fulton the Fountain. He was uh, owned by a, a family, and, and uh, he liked to he liked to get excited on on anything that moved. Little little beagle, <laughs> but he had a uh, a never ending desire to 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 hop on things. You know, I can't express to you the joy of Hunter Finn watching Donald Trump booked and arrested before me. Before Hunter, I mean, before Hunter Biden. And it was glorious. Glorious thing to see Donald Trump humiliated and his 80 million or 75 million people that love Donald Trump destroyed. We hate him. We hate Donald Trump. We hate the people that love Donald Trump. We hate love. We hate love. Love sucks. Love, it doesn't matter. That's why the Biden family is all about money. That's why I use my son as well. That's why we use our family to corrupt their souls when they're very young. And then we have them go out and steal for us and be our bagmen because we hate our children. We hate our children probably more than we hate anything because it reminds us of what God's love for us once was and what it could have been. So we try to destroy that as quickly as we can because who wants to remember that, that, that we're going to hell, right? 
We just want to have all the shrimp we can eat, caviar we can eat in this world. And we really don't want to talk about, think about God's love because that we know we've committed our souls to hell and the devil. And so who wants to be reminded about God's love and the joy that God brings? We want, we want to feel the hatred and the envy and make other people feel our hatred and envy. And that's why it's such a blessing to those of us that worship Satan. I mean, the Democrat Party <coughs> that Trump got arrested. It won't be the last. Fulton County is full-on Marxist, so we can charge pretty much everybody in the whole country that questioned the election from Fulton County. We'll just have them all come to Georgia. We'll arrest them. We'll send out warrants for all of them. We don't need anybody that went through the January 6th. We'll just send out, we'll ask the federal government for any names. And after they get out of prison in, in D.C., we'll charge them in, in Georgia for question election. And we'll put them in jail, too. Hell, they'll never see the light of day again, all those you know, election questioners. We'll just lock them all up before the election. We'll lock, every, we'll lock all the Trumpers up before the election in, uh, in November of next year. We'll just lock them up. We don't care. Who cares? What are they going to do? What are these What are these Trumpers going to do? There's, there's not a lot they can do. Did you see the beautiful Kamala Harris and her, her speeches the other day? And she really laid it out for you. You know, when she talked about dehumanizing or depopulating the planet, she was spot on. There's just too many of us human beings on this planet, and we're, we're really corrupting and, and, and eating up resources that we, that we need, you know, for future generations of our kids, you know, like the Biden family. The Biden family is going to need a lot of food. We've got a lot, of, we've got a lot of grandkids, and we don't need you eating our shrimp and our caviar and competing with us for our shrimp and caviar. Therefore, we need there to be less of you. And so we've designed a whole plan in order to there, for there to be less of you in this world. And it's working brilliantly. I don't know. So I don't know if you've been following our plan, but it's really coming along grand. Like, first of all, we developed, like, say, 15 years ago, we started working to develop this gain-of-function virus. And it was, you know, it wasn't easy stuff. We had to use a lot of federal money. So it was nice that we were able to use your tax dollars. Uh, maybe Bill Gates threw some money in there, too, but mostly your tax dollars. So we were able... <clears throat> to spend your money to create gain-of-function viruses that would kill you. It was brilliant. We didn't even have to spend our own money. <clears throat> and the other part is, like, we got a cut. So, like, we'd spend some money on gain-of-function, and then we'd get a little cut. You know, maybe we'd get a patent. Maybe we get a patent on the gain-of-function so that so that if there's a, a virus, of a gain-of-function virus that we release on the world, uh, there's a patent to, to do something like a, a vaccine, and we own the patents on the vaccine, so we get money coming and going. We own we own the virus, and we own the vaccine. It's a beautiful thing for those of us that think there's too many people. And the beauty of the other part is <clears throat> we use your money to do it. We didn't create or create a good or service that people needed. No, we just taxed you. We just taxed you. Why do you think we just hired 87,000 new IRS agents? Do you think that was because we love you? Do you think that's because we care about you? No, it was so that we could, we didn't have to spend our own money creating gain of function viruses in communist China to wipe out the world's population. So that's why it was really nice of Kamala kind of to share that with everybody and say, hey, we're dehumanizing, we're depopulating the planet. Get over it. Just get over it. 
you know, that's that's really uh, all, all they have to say. That's all we should have to say. And as far as these mask mandates coming back and new vaccine mandates coming back, of course they are. We're in the process of dehumanizing the planet. That means we have to come up with policy after policy after policy that creates death, havoc, misery, and the lack of the desire to want to have babies. And if you do have a baby, to want to kill your baby at Planned Parenthood. That's who we are. That's who we are. That's who, that, that's who we are. Because we want to dehumanize the planet. So you notice kind of like the whole, the, the plan, what do they call it, the pandemic with the, with the vaccine. You think we just came up with that? Or do you think maybe in 2000, 2002, we started trying to create the virus. I don't know if you've ever heard Kennedy. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spells it out really brilliantly. He runs uh, the Children's Health Defense League, uh, which is you know you know it. Nobody follows it, and Google makes it you know Google and YouTube and Yahoo and Facebook. They're all just canceled Kennedy, so nobody's nobody's able to figure it out. But we created this virus, and then when Congress tried to stop us, we just moved it to communist China, and then that was even easier, really. Because then we could coordinate. Communist China doesn't care about people at all. They just protected, you know, uh, where they protected their, their port cities and they protected uh, oh, Beijing. And then they let everybody come from Wuhan, come over to Italy and Europe and, and then wipe us all out. But they, they didn't care about killing all those people in Wuhan. Hell, they, they just were looking for fewer mouths to feed. They're just like us. The Ch- Communist Chinese want to depopulate the world. There's too many of them. Too many of us. Too many of them. Let's just kill them. So you see how well, brilliantly that worked for COVID. Got rid of a lot of the elderly, sent them in nursing homes, got rid of them. It's brilliant, really brilliant. Thank you, Como. Thank you, uh, New Jersey. I think I forget what the guy's name is in Jersey, that uh, the governor or whatever that sent all the old people back in the nursing home. I think Michigan, you know, Michigan did a great job of sending those old sick people back into the nursing homes to wipe out the elderly. That was brilliant. Yeah, that really saved us. That saved us some food right there. <clears throat> but I think I think really we're probably going to have to go more along the lines of what we just accomplished in Maui. I think we're really going to have to go more towards that line of uh, depopulating the planet because the uh, the other one, apparently the human body and these other people, when they talk about it, not enough people got the jab. A lot of people said the jab was dangerous, didn't get it, didn't give it to their pregnant wives, didn't give it to their uh, grandparents, didn't give it to their children. So a lot of people, you know, didn't figure it out that this jab probably was kind of dangerous. So we got to kind of turn turn our long-term goal on depopulating the planet. And if you've heard this before, is climate change, right? So that's the biggest thing, to make it so miserable and so expensive for you to actually enjoy this life because we're just basically only uh, – we're, we're screwing everybody out of cheap energy. We're going to make it so miserable uh, uh, that, that we turn off the power grid, right? That's why we don't want oil and gas. Because once we get enough companies that, that people that are that are dependent on electricity and they have, there's no oil and gas in America, and we're just going to turn off the power grid, there'll just be another fire. And do you know how many people will kill then? Do you know how many people will be de- depopulated when we're able to turn off power grid and nobody has oil and gas? Nobody's got a de- backup generator that runs on oil and gas. Why do you think we want to take the oil and gas generators away? Come on, man. Just think we've got a great plan going. We're really rocking it. And I think, I think as we go forward, I think as we go forward, you know, we're going to keep on really heavy, really heavy on the, uh, the global climate change because we have pounded, pounded that into your kids from when they were just, we had those great school, those kindergarten teachers 
attention to how bad you were for using oil and gas? And you really think, now, you really think that you driving a car is causing the polar ice caps to melt and drown the people on the island. And you really think, you really believe in global climate change. I mean, it's unbelievable how successful our plan has been about dehumanizing and depopulating the planet. That those people that even believe in God, believe in the joy of God, still, still want to make lives miserable for anybody that wants to uh, drive a car to have a better life. God bless you. God bless you. Well, yeah, I mean Satan, because depopulating the world is a Satan is a Satan plan, because that's what that's who Satan is. That's the Satan roles. That's who we serve as Satan. We don't go to church. We go. We go to. We go to the Masonic. The uh, not the Masonic. I mean the uh, the Satanistic temple, because because we don't we don't love God. God is about God created human beings in His image. We're wiping them out, man. We're wiping them out so we get more food, so we get more lust, so we get so we get more more things for us. We're wiping out the little people unless they're working for us like slaves, like say illegal immigrants that can cut our grass and clean out our toilets. They're welcome, but the other people, those middle class people, Christians, they are just. We're going to tear down their churches. We're going to burn them right to the ground, burn them like that's you know. That's the operative word right now for Hawaii, right? And perhaps for a few other places. Burn it down. So really, does there anything is there anything more Satanistic than a fire? Than than burning people alive, dead? I mean, oh my gosh, look at Hawaii. You think we didn't you think that was an accident? You think we withheld water from the fire department six hours in the middle of a fire? Do you think that was an accident? Not giving them the right, the fire department the right to stop the fire where they had it when it was small? Are you kidding me? You think I did that? You think that wasn't a plan? You think having a roadblock on the only road out of town and sending them back in to the town, you think that was an accident? Gosh, you give us no credit at all for dehumanizing this planet. Maui was just a small little, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a little effort to see how the plan's going to go on a bigger, bigger scale, right? So we're going to, so that's the bigger scale. We're going to shut down the highway so people can't get out of the cities and then we're going to light them up, man. We're going to light them up. We're going to light them up and dehumanize the planet one city at a time. And these mayors are going to help us. You think Jones and, and you think any of them love their people in their city? <laughs> you think they love your their neighbors when they run hell holes like Chicago and Washington, D.C. and Baltimore and St. Louis and L.A. and San Francisco? You think those Democrats won't blockade their city when there's a fire? Oh, my gosh. You know they will. God bless them. I mean, Satan bless them. You know they will. And you're helping them with the climate change. I mean, I just want to pat all you Christians on the back that believe in climate change, that believe you're so arrogant about not being wrong, and you're so arrogant about your your ability to fix things that you think— Climate change is how you're going to uh, represent God in the world. And you don't think your God would protect you from some, some some virus that you need to change your DNA and believe these people that that we that helped create the gain of virus function. Oh, and it's the same people that own the patent. It's the same people, Pfizer, Moderna, that are creating the vaccines. That, oh, it's just a brilliant plan, really. And then when we hook up with MSNBC and Yahoo and YouTube and Facebook and we just cut you off at the knees when you try to warn people, it's brilliant. It's brilliant what we've accomplished. And, uh, and you know, us Satanists, 
are happy that we're successfully, as Kamala Harris said, dehumanizing the planet. Really, that's been their goal from the minute climate change started was de- dehumanizing the planet. We, America kind of like caught a nook, a little nook when they did. The, they figured out how to frack oil and gas. They figured out how to frack oil, and they put a l- small dent in our plans. But, man, all we had to do was take out Trump. All we had to do was steal one federal election, man. One federal election, and the whole tent just folded. We closed down the Keystone Pipeline, raised gas from $2, under $2, to over $4 a gallon. Man, we got hell coming, brother. We got hell coming, and we're going we're gonna to speed up this depopulation of the planet because Trump's never going to take office in 2024. Don't kid yourself. You think we stole 2020? We've had four more years to, to inoculate our stealing and get it where nobody can stop us from stealing the next election. Nobody. You think somebody's going to come into Fulton County when we've got this deep population thing going down like crazy? Like we've just figured out a roadmap at Maui and we already have the roadmap for the pandemic. You think we're going to let Trump? You think we're going to let Trump stop us from dehumanizing America and depopulating our areas and our cities? No. No, 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 no. Hunter Finn says we're it's on. We're we're successful. I mean, I think actually, I think I think Hunter Biden. If Joe Biden doesn't run in twenty twenty four, maybe Hunter will take his place. Maybe Hunter Biden will be your next president. Maybe Hunter's the man that they've all been waiting for, because Hunter's really the child the devil loves. If I had a dollar for every time they say God wasn't going to come through, I'd be a millionaire. Oh, uh. if I had a dollar for every time they say God wasn't going to come through, I'd be a millionaire. Oh, uh. <laughs> come on. Mine was about to lose my mind, but God came right on time. He made a way. It's scary doing that. 
I think I could do it really well. That's the scary part. I don't, I don't want to get in the habit of being Hunter Finn and being evil. I love my God so much. I wish I wish I'd been a better Christian, a better a better lover of my God my whole life. I wish I'd. I love life. I've loved my life. Uh, and I wish I would have been a better Christian. I wish I think I would have had. I can't say I would have had a better life because I'm blessed where I am and I don't know if I would have had this life if I had been a better Christian but I've been a loving I've tried to anyway we won't get into that hope you enjoyed my Hunter Finn they're 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 killing you right I mean you, you understand that after Maui you should have no doubt about what they're doing and what their plan is for you you just shouldn't have a doubt it shouldn't it shouldn't they refuse to give water to the fire department in the middle of a fire Leftists are depopulating and dehumanizing the planet. Kamala Harris said it. So your choice is either to support Trump or be part of the dehumanization of the planet. Now, there were some people that avoided the Maui fires, right? There were maybe six people that owned mansions and plantations and lots of land. So if you were one of those six, you're good to go being a Democrat and depopulating the world. But if you're not, and you're supporting Joe Biden, and you're supporting the Democrats, you're a complete and total idiot. Because you are the herd, and you are what's being culled. So I, <laughs> they arrest, let's just go back. I just want to go back through this. So they arrest Donald Trump. They arrest Donald Trump. But I just want to go back through all the people that haven't been arrested. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton never got arrested. She willfully destroyed 31,000 uh, subpoenaed pieces of evidence, which is, first of all, like what could have been that evidence that she destroyed that was so bad and we could never find any duplicates for it? And how is it that the FBI doesn't have any record of any of these, any of these emails that she destroyed? How is it possible that our federal government, after... 2000, 2001, and the and the and the Patriot Act had no ability to find out who our Secretary of State was emailing. How is it possible? It's not possible, right? Right? It's not possible. She may have acid washed all those, but the the government knows who she talked to, knows who she did. The FBI, the Division of Homeland Security, National NSA, they all know who Hillary Clinton was. They know who she made deals with. They know, do you think she betrayed our country any less than Joe Biden and the Biden crime family? Do you think the Clinton Initiative isn't selling out our resources and our future to other people that donate to the Clinton Initiative? So before Biden came along, the Clintons showed him how to cheat. The Obamas, the Obamas are rich now. The Obamas improved how to cheat, and the Obamas just installed. The Obamas wanted power, right? So Clintons wanted money and power. The Obamas just wanted power. So the Obamas focused on creating federal agencies that hated Christians because because Michelle Obama is a transgender and their whole agenda was about uh, and uh, Barack's a Muslim. So their whole agenda was about destroying Christianity, Judeo-Christianity beliefs and Judeo-Christianity love. And they were very successful at it with all the racist hatred. If you'll recall, the Obamas were in there and just uh, they would throw gasoline. Anytime a black person would be hurt by a white person, 
they would just throw gasoline on the fire. Just throw gasoline on there, and they would use your tax dollars to do it. So really, the Obamas were just about power and dividing us and really and really making that happen. And then they installed Joe Biden. They corrupted enough of the federal agencies to where they could steal in these five cities that are border cities, and they could steal the election from Trump, and they did. They had to actually shut down the election so they could get more votes in to steal it. We all know it. We all know it. You know it. I don't if you say it didn't happen, you're an idiot. I mean, you're just a complete idiot. And you probably also believe in global climate change. You're a complete idiot. And because uh, you're not one of those people that are going to have a blue blue roof when the storm comes. When the depopulators come and they burn St. Louis to the ground, you're not going to have a blue roof. There's only going to be a few blue roofs in St. Louis. There were only like four or five in Maui, right? Do you have a blue roof? If you don't have a blue roof and you believe in global climate change, you are an idiot. It's as simple as that. If you don't have a blue roof on your house, you are part of the herd and you are an idiot. Stop being an idiot. Admit that you are an idiot and join us hating the people that want to depopulate our planet through global climate change, through fake climate change, through fake fires that they're starting. I mean, these people will stop at nothing to destroy you. So we need to stop them. They, the, Our food supply, you think our food supply is in jeopardy right now? With these people calling the shots at the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, you think these people will stop at fires and, 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 and viruses to kill you? We've got to get back to being a Christian nation and we've got to get the people that hate, that want to depopulate our world, we've got to find them and get them out of positions of power because they are some wicked, mean human beings and they cannot have power over our, our future and over, over fire departments and over water and over water things. They cannot have that power to not give water when there's a fire. That person cannot have power, cannot. We have to take America back, ladies and gentlemen. We have to take it back now. We have to take it back with Donald Trump. He's our only pen. But Donald Trump's not going to be able to do this by himself. Donald Trump's just one person. Donald Trump's one person. We have got to form an army to help Trump take back this country from these bureaucrats that want to depopulate our planet. If you are a depopulating person who thinks transgenders can have a womb and give birth to a, a baby you're out you're not teaching our children you're not working you're not working in at ama you know you're not working at fda you know you're out you're out of the power structure go find god go find peace go find love go find joy go find something other than hating humanity and wanting fewer of us all right so I kind of wanted to finish finish the show with a, a West End story. And I'm trying to think of a West End story that would be relevant to Donald Trump going to jail. So some of my, old, some of my stories when I'm a little bit older would be, would be a replicate of that. But uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a West End story that would be, uh, that would be uh, relevant to, to somebody going to jail. And I guess I, just, I, just, I will share a, a West End story. That isn't about jail, but it's about how brilliant our God is. 
and how how brilliant we are in, in this world and the saints and the angels that watch over us and protect us how brilliant they are and that we should always pray pray for their protection pray for their love pray for their joy because they are in this world with us they are in the struggle with us they are with us every day they're struggling with us so here's the story we had a, a night watchman named jay i can't think of his last name but he was he was 60 years old uh where i lived we had a, a, a big block it was about a half mile round half mile oval and jay lived in one of that we had houses on the on the front street and then every house had like a a, a garage but the garages used to be carriage houses, so the carriage houses were big. So you could live in a carriage house. Well, Jay is part of his one of his benefits of being our, our guard, our, our night guard, night guardsman, uh, for the neighborhood. He got to live in one of the carriage houses. So they didn't they didn't charge him rent. He got his uh, he had a big German shepherd named Thor. So Thor got to stay at, at the house, at the house, the backyard of the house, and he got to live in the carriage house. So I forget what, but Joy, uh, Jay was Jay was a great guy, good guy. Uh, risk our lives, risk our lives to protect us every night. You know, he had a gun. He walked the walked the block with his dog. Um, and I forget what what I was doing or why I was doing it. It was summertime, and just uh, I guess I was just going to say hi. Um, really, I, I can't remember why why it wasn't any anything bad. I was just going to remind him of something or, or something like that. And I was maybe. 12 years old and I was maybe I was just I was going to one of my friend's houses that lived right next door to him and uh knocked on his door yelled and the whole time I'm knocking on his door his dog Thor a big German Shepherd big German Shepherd uh is just going crazy in the fence next to me but he's fenced in you know there's like a five foot fence there it's t I think the fence is taller than me so I you know I see the dog going crazy but like I did it was something I felt like I needed to tell Jay so I knocked on the door a couple more times, and Jay never came down to the door. So I turned around, I walked out the driveway, walked down to the sidewalk, and I walked maybe, gosh, maybe 100 feet just down the sidewalk, having a great day, just a great day. I just remember it being like, you know, one of, the, one of those days of summer where there's no, there's, you know, walking down the street, nothing, no, no problems on your mind, everything is going great. And I just heard, all I heard was, I, I think I think it was Thor. I think I heard Jay. So I'm facing facing east. So I'm facing one way, and there's to my right. There's a a, uh, a yard to my right, and it's up a hill. So the yard the yard goes up, you know, up an incline. You know, like the first five feet of it are up an incline, then it flattens out, that goes up again. But there's a little like a five foot incline as the grass the the, the walkway goes up, then the grass goes up, and I'm walking along. Uh, and I hear Thor, and uh, I don't know if he said Thor or he said Halt. You know, uh, but he may have said Thor Halt. But I just heard Jay this death, uh, death curdling yell, like his life depended on this yell being heard and and followed. You know, Thor, stop, Thor, halt, and. Uh, and I, I hadn't really noticed anything, and I stopped, and I turned, I turned to my right, I turned, you know, just like it was like, so I turned, I wasn't, wasn't fast, I was not moving fast at this point, but I just turned my head to the right, and there, within like 
four feet of me. I mean, so the sidewalk's here, and the incline of the hill maybe goes back five feet. At the top of the incline, maybe with this front pause on the where the incline ended at the top of that little ledge, is Thor. And Thor is about, he is tensed and ready to maul me to death. I'm a 12-year-old boy. Because I would never be able to stop him. And he, he's there. And Jay, Jay screamed. And it caught Thor just, just at the moment before he sprung. So when I turned my head, his paws were down, his front paws were down, his back, you know, his back paws were, were uh, his back legs were hinged down, and he was just ready to maul me to death. And I slowly turned, and I didn't, I didn't move, right? <laughs> like, I'm not moving. Like, once I turned around and I saw this wicked German shepherd pause to maul me to death, I stopped, just looked at him. Like, you know, like, how am I? Like, really, dude? Like, I'm a 12-year-old kid. I'm the danger. I'm the one that you're going to maul to death now. Like, I'm the one that's, you know, that, that you you think you're trained to kill. Like, I'm the danger. And Jay came running over, and he just stopped. It just stopped on that order. You know, you know, Thor halt. He just stopped in his tracks. In He didn't twitch. I don't think he blinked. He just looked at me. And then... And then Jay came over, came running across the yard, and, you know, grabbed his collar, and I didn't move. I didn't move that whole time. The whole time he came running across, I didn't move. Didn't say a word. Didn't say nothing. And uh, Jay got him, and Jay's just like, you know, sorry. And I'm just like, sorry? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Your dog was about to maul me to death, dude. <laughs> and I just thought, like, half a second half a second more once he would have made that jump he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been listening to jay you know he wouldn't have stopped he would have just it just would have been terrible god loves us god looks after us i pray for you and your family find find the christ find the joy that is god's magic dust because with it this is a, a an incredible world and and with the christ we will all know the next of eternal, eternal magic dust and eternal joy. Amen to you, brothers and sisters. Have a great weekend. And I'm going to finish this up right now.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.